The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. G'day, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Vero columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers podcast. I have an interesting one today, span, uh, spanning rare earths, lithium and gold. Uh, thing I, one of the things I do like about this company is it's uh, modest market cap. I'm talking about Olympio Metals. It trades under the code OLY. Last traded at 14 cents for a market cap of around $9 million. So obviously a lot of leverage to ongoing exploration success. And to bring us up to speed on the company's programs and its various projects, we have the Managing Director, Sean Delaney, with us today. G'day, Sean. Welcome to the podcast. How are you, Barry? Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Now, Sean, um, you're finishing the year off with a bit of a flourish. And I mentioned the the company's interests span um, lithium, rare earths and gold. And uh, just this week, you've announced a uh, a progression of a JV with no less than Lion Town Resources, the uh, company developing the Kathleen Valley Lithium Project. And it's to do with an exploration joint venture you guys have with them uh, in the Menzies area of WA there, south of uh, Leonora. And it covers the Mulwari uh, lithium joint venture. Can you bring us up to speed with what's been announced? Yes, yes, I will do very yet. Um, yeah, look, we're very excited to announce that this week. Uh, that's that's Lion Town are progressing to stage one. So we we signed an agreement with them back in April uh, this year on the, on three sort of large tenements we have called the Mawari property. Uh, um, on um, just because of the lithium prospectivity there, it's uh, you know in the same geological setting as Mount Ida. Um, the lithium project to the north, which is owned by Delta, and obviously um, Chris Ellison's come in there and taken over as the chairman, and they're sort of rapidly progressing their development. So yeah, look, it's a perfect geology for lithium discovery, if you like. Uh, green stones, you know, surrounded by granites, uh, you know, running south from um, uh, down through the Mount Ida Fault, if you like. So yeah, so Liontown came in and. In April, we signed an agreement. They were going to do soil samples over all of the greenstone sort of areas of those tenements. So, look, at, uh, it was supposed to be completed um, in four months, but it took it took a little bit longer than sort of anticipated. But they completed 1,200 samples over over all that greenstone areas, and um, yeah, we just announced those results this week. Uh, they were there's, there's there's some lithium interest in the sort of in the northwest. Uh, there's some lithium sort of contours. It's a very sort of low base level. Uh, in the soils there, so there's uh, you know some lithium contours that they discovered. But I guess the, the really interesting part was they um, got one gold hit in the soils of 11 grams, which is sort of off the charts for soil sampling. <laughs> didn't so know they it was sort possible, of did, yeah. yeah, so they didn't believe it, and they went back and uh, and did another sort of fill in infill sort of soils around that, and ended up getting even better. So they have a 20, a 19 sort of gram, or a plus several one gram. Uh, in soils, sort of in the south, the southeast part of um, that that tenement. So yeah, that, so they've agreed to proceed to stage one. So look, we think it's you know for Olympio, it's a fabulous deal, really, because they you know 
they will sort of do the stage one expiration and end in 51%. And then we still retain the option to stay in at 49%. So look, you know, we're a small company. They're obviously, a, you know, very large, you know, multi-billion dollar market cap. You know, they've got technical expertise, they've got finance. And so we're sort of sitting back and they're doing the expiration and we have plenty of exposure to, to any upside. So yeah, look, I think it's a great deal for the Olympio shareholders and, and obviously super pleased that, uh, that Lion Town have agreed to, you know, to continue. Yeah, yeah. Lion Town. I was just looking at their market cap this morning, three point two billion as we speak. It was uh, six point six billion, of course, when uh, someone was trying to take them over. But yeah, um, um, very much uh, know their stuff about uh, lithium. With the gold, um, what do you do with that now? Well, yeah, look, they, they, you know, initially, of course, we just wanted to do a deal on the lithium rights. Uh, you know, with with uh, Lion Town at the time, but they, uh, I think they've had they had some sort of poor experience within a previous vendor, and they were just like, no, it's, it's either all it's either all or nothing. So obviously, we agreed to that they would do the lot. But yeah, they're they're still interested in the gold. So I guess uh, you know we'll see what work they'll they'll, they'll do some further auger or or, or or rab drilling or something to sort of test that gold. But yeah, look, it's an exciting time. I mean, you would have seen the West Farmers deal with Orabanda you know, $45 million sort of deal, including a significant chunk of cash. And that, that West Farmers uh, or abandoned ground is all around that uh, Mawari project that we've got there. So look, it's an exciting time in the area and the, certainly a hot area and difficult to get exploration ground there there now. So Now, talking about hot uh, lithium exploration ground, your Cadillac project over in Canada, the um, uh, recently announced... Uh, Discovery of a LCT pegmatite outcrop, a nice big one by the looks of it, nice and wide too. Tell us uh, what what's the story at in uh, at the Cadillac project? Yeah, we bought we we acquired that project this uh, just just a couple of months ago. Um, I suppose there was a there was a mad rush for Australian companies uh, acquiring projects in in Quebec because of the success of Patriot and and Winsome there. But we um yeah, look, we you know we looked at a lot of those deals and thought, oh, that, that that looks a bit tough. You know, it's pretty remote up there in James Bay. So we really were looking for a project with perhaps in a better location uh, and perhaps it was a little bit more advanced. Yeah, you know, so um, rather than sort of pure pure greenfield. So so Vision Lithium are a listed company on the TSX. I've got three three lithium projects and two uh, one they've got a resource and so they were a bit more advanced. So they were prepared to sell the, the Cadillac project and. We just had a look at it. It's got it had they'd spent a fair bit of money on it, and they'd also completed several sort of holes in this in this one sort of showing that they call it. So there's spodumen there on the surface, beautiful large crystals in the the B dike, and then and then this B and C, and then they drilled they drilled some holes into it. Got very nice high grade intercepts of uh, spodumen in the drilling there, um, and this is all the work that they did last year. So we thought, okay, look. Now, I'm not a geologist, Barry, but, you know, a simple sort of theory that the best place to find lithium is where you know it's already definitely there. So, um, so yeah, we, we, we paid a little bit more perhaps for, the, for that project than, you know, some of the other Greenfields ones. But, you know, it's 190 square kilometers. It's just out of Val d'Or. And, and uh, yeah, when I, went, when I went there to visit, I couldn't believe it. Val d'Or is Kalgoorlie. It's like it's a, it's, it's a frontier town, you know, discovered by gold. You know, gold prospectors. They were moving. They were moving west as opposed to the Kalgoorlie guys moving east. It's 
you know, there's you, you can feel the blast from your from your hotel room. You know what I mean? There's a super pit on the edge of town. So it's services town, mining town. There's lots of uh, gold mining sort of ongoing there. So this project is only, you know, 50 kilometers out of town, you know, by road, big road down through the middle of it. It's just, just amazing in terms of access and location. So, um, and you know, large holdings. So we, we just thought it looked really attractive. And 20 k's from the town of Cadillac, the namesake uh, town. What's, what's the uh, town of Cadillac uh, like? Is it compulsory to drive around in Cadillacs? Or? Not, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's, more, it's more compulsory to drive in the big, big uh, rams, you know, big rams. And the, the bigger the, the better, yeah. Driving the big, uh, yeah, the bigger the bigger the better. But yeah, so Cadillac is just yeah, one of those towns that almost died when the gold mine the gold mine struggled and, and now has been revived when the, the, the gold mine sort of has, has been... Um, you know, is, is back in action and they're sort of, you know, got a long life. Yeah, so small small town just to, just to pass through. So you've you've done some early reconnaissance work, what working up some targets that will eventually lead to a drilling program. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have. So we have a we have a team over there with Explore Explore Logic. They're called, uh, you know, you know, local Canadian team, and of course they love it because they're they're based in Val d'Or, and so you, you know, uh, so it's, it's nice easy access. And uh, we have a young gun geologist, Susie Tremblay, who's been. Uh, just going crazy sampling out. We've really just decided we'll just concentrate on the park. We just fan out from the known lithium, uh, the known sort of spodumen um, drilling that's there. So we've, we're fanning out, and we've and we've we've we had lidar on there, so we've been able to sort of identify these pegmatite targets. So yeah, so we've and the most recent one we announced was that Z Z dike, which is huge. It went out there. You can drive up on top. It's a ridge. It's not. It's it's you know what I mean. It's like a small mountain. You know, but. Uh, so we've um, sampled along sort of numerous numerous parts there. That's that's definitely a pegmatite. It's it's fractionated, which is what's required. So we've basically got our approvals in place. We're gonna just drive up on top of that um, big pegmatite dike, and we're gonna drill from about six locations. And we we plan to start that probably as soon as the approvals are through. But ja- but January is, you know, we'll we'll be drilling in January there. That's all, all things going according to plan. So that's super exciting. Doing some diamond holes and. Probably have five or six targets there where we're, where we we we're planning to put some holes in. So drilling will tell the story, Barry, as it always does. Right. So there's no dramas, obviously, drilling during winter over there. No, they that they're that's what they're very used to that because yeah, they in in James Bay and that they do a lot of sort of drilling in winter because all the lakes freeze over and so they can drive across these ice roads and so on. So they're they're well set up for drilling in these uh, extremely cold temperatures, but they. They, uh, I used I used to be a driller back in the olden days in Kalgoorlie. Obviously, the heat was the problem. You know, the heat was the problem there, but the cold is their their issue. So, but they're well well equipped for it, so they they have no issue with it. Right. So um, potentially drilling um, January February next year. Yeah. Yep. Right, so, so. Okay. So excited. Mm. Now, I'm going to break things up here a bit because I mentioned at the start the. Uh, company's low uh, market cap. What's the the background to the company? You've got, you know uh, most uh, junior explorers we come across. They've got one or two billion shares on issue. You guys are nice and tight there. I think around sixty four million shares. So, what's uh, what's the back uh, backstory to that? Yeah, well, we put it we put it together. Um, uh, so, so Dan Houghton, who's um, a mate of mine, and he ended up buying. He bought that Mulwari project sort of personally. Uh, a couple of years ago, and then we put we put that uh, in, into this old shell, which um, you know, which was what a lot of things were 
I guess a lot of relistings, but anyway, I'll, I'll never do that again. But uh, so it went into a, it went into a shell. And we raised we raised six million, but uh, um, and this this is sort of eighteen months ago. So May May uh, twenty two is when we listed. So yes, we just we we raised six million. It was we the shell got crunched, so it was a very sort of nice tight shell. Um, and uh, the Lithium Royalty Corporation, of sort of the Waratah Capital guys, Ernie Ortiz, they came in for you know, twenty two million dollars in sort of the six million shell and can accord uh, you know, help with the, the rest of the money and we have another major shareholder called Atlas. But yeah, so pretty much we've we've kept we've we've had a we have a nice tight shell. We had to issue Vision Lithium ten million shares as part of the acquisition. So they are now our, our major shareholder. Uh, so yeah, look we, we haven't um we raised uh, two and a half million as part of this acquisition just at eighteen cents. So yeah, look we've we've you know, we have a tight register, you know, with very good support from our major shareholders in Canaccord. So we've been able to hold up, you know, pretty well, really. What's been a tough, you know, it's been a tough market for the juniors and we haven't we haven't blown the capital structure out. So Yeah, as I mentioned at the start, uh, nice leverage then to uh, a discovery. For sure, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yep, we're in good position. Uh, yeah, okay. Now... Let's move to South Australia. We've got a very interesting uh, rare earths uh, program at Wallaway, uh, carbonatite. Although reading through some of the company's material, I, I got the feeling there was also well, bionic clays and other styles of rare earths potentially. But this is uh, a drilling program is uh, has kicked off or is about to kick off on this uh, Wallaway carbonatite. So what's the, the backstory to this one? So we picked that. So this guess it was probably last November we uh we were having a look at um and it was mainly I suppose driven by the success of WA1 if you've been following those guys they're drilling a beautiful carbonatite um out in the middle of nowhere but it's it doesn't matter because the project's so good so uh, they're they're looking for niobium there um and we so we, we were just looking through the database and saw some niobium sort of grades in rock chips in South Australia and we we ended up doing a farm in agreement on that Urelia tenement um with a private, a private body, and then we were. Once we looked at the ground, we looked to the south of it, and the Wallaway carbonatite uh, was was directly to sort of to the south of that that uh, farm and sort of deal that we had, and the ground was vacant, so we pegged that ground. And the Wallaway, um, I mean, I think, think carbonatites are really, I guess, you know, they've had a fabulous history of of discovery of resources and rare earths. I mean, uh, Mount Weld, you know, is a carbonatite. Uh, in a kimberlite field, obviously what WA1, Arunta is a carbonatite, now they're drilling it, um, a mountain pass in California. So there's, there's, they've had a fabulous history. And this Wallaway carbonatite was sort of one of the eight known ones that was in Australia, you've known about for 50 years, but but it had always been a diamond exploration. That, there was you know, diamond exploration ground. So so we pegged that ground and that's that was granted a couple of months ago. And, and now we're drilling and we, we've run magnetic survey um, a drone mag survey over the that ground. Dave Bebbington is a uh, the main Olympia geologist, and he loves this loves this project, and uh, he's been um, mad to get out there, you know, with the rig. So he's got he's got his wish now. But he's we've, we're putting some holes into it. But yeah, we generated all these mag targets. So and that's obviously these carbonatites are basically sort of big bodies of lava that are or, or magma that are down, uh, you know, like an underground sort of volcano, if you like, and they. Um, they they show up in the mag targets so uh, or or they may they, they you can you can discover them using magnetics and gravity so 
Yeah, so we've got we're out there doing just some just some shallow uh, sort of air core drilling with a, a local sort of contractor. We're just sort of going around. We've got seven or eight different targets just to put some shallow holes into as a way just to sort of test the top the top of these things and see if there's enough encouragement to narrow it down. You know, to the to the best of the targets. But yeah, look, it's it's it's, it's you know four hours out of Ad, sort of north of Adelaide. You know, sort of eighty k's. You know, west of. Uh, or east rather of Port Augusta, so it's a very good location. We have a very good relationship with the with the farmers there. It's sort of marginal marginal crop lands. Yeah, so look, yeah, really nice project, and we're you know we'll have we won't have assays probably till the new year. But yeah, look, we're excited to be out drilling there. Mm-hmm. So um, this the you mentioned there the these uh, magnetic targets. Uh, what what be the top of those bodies? Are they close to surface? Yeah, the the well, well, there's I guess a lot of the carbonatites over you know, and can be very deep, but these ones, yeah, there's 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 a sort of parts of them or dikes, if you like, that are coming to the surface. So they're, you know, the main bodies might be sort of might be two hundred meters or whatever from the modeling, but but they're they're coming up close to surface. So yeah, we're obviously hoping we can clip the top of them with this, you know, with these shallow holes, just maybe down to sixty, seventy meters, uh, you know, before we commit to to putting an RC rig in there and you've always got to drill some deeper holes and it's a much more costly exercise. So, um, yeah, they, they, they vary in depth, I suppose, from, uh, you know, or how far they are from the surf, from the surface. Mm, okay. So magnetic targets, I was just wondering, um, was there some, uh, soil sampling work done as well? Any, uh, any, uh, rare earth indicated from that? Yeah, we did it. We did a lot of, uh, we did it on the Northern project, uh, we, there was because, as I say, there was diamond. It, it was a diamond expression. So there, there was a couple of hundred sort of samples from from trenches that they'd taken. They were sitting in a house in Adelaide with, that had never been tested. So we assayed all those for rare earths, and then we did some some drilling in May this year on in in the Aurelia, uh, which, which is the one just to the north. We've had some, and we had some sort of nice grades from from the drilling there. That's the one we're farming into. Um, so, so I guess we've sort of we've sort of proven the theory, if you like, that this that this or uh, that these rare earths are from a primary source, which means they're not they're not the clays that um, you know that a lot of people have been talking about, but they've they've actually sort of come up with the you, you know uh, from from this carbonatite source, if you like. So that's that, and and I get I suppose if you look at um, yeah, like the ionic clays are different from these these normal clay rare earths that a lot of companies talk about there's only i think there's only two proper ionic clay deposits in australia i think but one's in tasmania i think uh, um but and obviously ionic clay is very attractive because it's easy to uh you know it's, it's easy to mining, extract yeah. yes mm-hmm. correct yeah but, yeah, but other, otherwise structure. correct yeah otherwise carbonatites is where we think we think it's at and we're hoping for you know some success at the carbonatite targets there so yeah, uh, hard rock. Uh, nothing wrong with hard rock uh, rare earths, of course. It un- underpins the, the Mount Weld carbonatite. Underpins uh, Linus, which is a what eight nine billion dollar company and the biggest producer of rare earths outside of our friends in China. So um, yeah, absolutely. If you look at yeah, if you look at Mount Weld, yeah, it's fabulous. I mean, Linus are going you know great guns now, so their their financials are. Beautiful thing for an accountant, Barry. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a thought. You had um, you've pulled some uh, spectacular gold results out of uh, sampling for uh, over there at uh, for lithium at uh, Mulwetary. I wonder if you're going to uh, pull some diamonds out of your core. I <laughs> mean, you're drilling for a couple other times. <laughs> no, I think that think that there's been some there's been many diamond experts uh, 
that, that have looked over that background at Wallaway and and Eurelia, Barry, the Stockdale and Flinders, and they've they've been working there for thirty years. And they've, there's no, there, there are diamonds on the Eurelia project that we've that that we've got, but they're they're micro micro diamonds, and we don't have the, the rights to the diamonds. So they've the, the the vendor has retained those, so they, they've never been able to find the next Argyll. But there are there are diamonds there are diamonds there, which is which shows again that there's very deep deep plumbing there because yeah, Kimberlite exactly. uh, come from yeah, the Yeah, yeah. yeah yes, yeah. and 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 it's on that same sort of G two sort of crustal structure as Olympic Dam. So it's got it's got beautiful potential. Um, wall away you know that the geology there so but yeah uh you know the results will the, the drilling i suppose you know you have to you have to drill some holes and find if there's something there hmm. okay uh, just uh, finally horse creek gold project uh, there's some activity there earlier in the year and um uh, some uh high grade gold 18 grams a ton plus in uh set in vein sets um it looks as if you're planning to do what more work to uh See what you've uh, got there. Yeah, yeah. Holt Creek is it's it's in the East Kimberley, so it's 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 seasonal to work there. So it's a, you know, there there was there was we had a we had long delays there, I guess, because of that huge rainfall, you know, event that they had, and the the Fitzroy the river crossing was down, and so we couldn't really get on the ground for a long time. But um, yeah, so we managed to get on we managed to get on the ground and do uh, do our drilling there this year. Um, yeah, and we got some spectacular gold results, as you said, like 18 grams per ton. Is, uh, yeah, it's it's spectacular grey. There's some there's gold all around. There's gold all around there. You know, high grade sort of gold in in veins. So, um, yeah, so we'll we'll we won't be able to get back up there on the ground until you know until the sort of season, the wet season finishes, and you know things dry out again. So. Um, yeah, so look, we no, no no plans to go back up there until sort of March, April next year, uh, when when it it dries out and field work sort of becomes possible again. So we'll see, we'll uh, we'll we'll sort of see what you know where we progress from there, just to follow up those high grade gold stuff. Okay, um, and your cash position to keep up this uh, pace? Yeah, well, th- well, we're three and a half three and a half million at the end of September, so we've. Uh, um, you know, we'll obviously have a bit, bit less at the end of December, but uh, yeah, look, we're you know we're we've got enough cash to continue sort of the progress. You know, the progress we're making. We're obviously trying to do smart, you know, smart work and sort of cheaper drilling it in South Australia. So um, and and um, and the you know the Quebec project for January. So yeah, so we're in, we're, in, we're in a good position, very better than uh, you know better than better than a lot, I guess. So. Um, we're funded. We're funded to do the work we've planned. Yeah. No trouble raising funds when you come up with some good exploration results. Uh, uh, yes. And yes. Uh, you don't get good exploration results unless you're active, and you're active. So yes, correct. Yeah. So, yeah. That's the first step. Now the results, hopefully. So we'll see. All right. All right, Sean. Um, thanks for all that. There we go, folks. A very interesting story. One um, as I keep. Repeating myself here, very leveraged to exploration success, and that's what exactly what they're doing. Rare earths in South Australia, we've just heard about, and earlier uh, Quebec, of course, in the hotter than hot area around Val d'Or and um, uh, back in WA. A tick of a big tick of approval from uh, Lion Town on the Mulwherry uh, joint venture, which uh, will be leading 
being progressed to uh, drilling at some point. So lots to look out for with this one. So with that, sure. Thanks for your time today. Good luck with it all. Thank you very much, Barry. Happy Christmas to yourself and everyone else. You too, Mark. Cheers. Thank you.